TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. One of the big thrills about being in radio is that you get to bring your buddies on You get to bring your heroes on. You get to meet people you didn't know. And it's a beautiful thing to do it in front of, you know, a half a million people or more. Ken Harvey, um, I mean, I had the pleasure and honor of covering his career. So I was like a younger Willingham. I'm out there with my mic. I'm watching him in practice. He's throwing people around. I mean, the dude was vicious. Yeah. Rushing the passer, playing the run, on teams. He could do it all. And I saw him in a Cardinal uniform. So I began his whole career. He was a Cal Bear, which means he just missed out in getting admitted to UCLA. <laughs> and so, no, this is an academic thing, but that's okay. He got it handled, and we love him to death. And he joins us right now as one of the best to ever wear burgundy and gold. How are you, my brother? I'm, I was good up until your comment about USC. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't say USC. Who did you say? I said UCLA, the University of California UCLA. at Los Angeles. Ooh, ooh my bad. <laughs> my yeah, bad. Fans, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, I know that makes either, you feel better. It, it, well, you know, either way, I know Berkeley. A lot of people hate on it, but hey, what can you do? No question, what brother. That you you did it, and you did it, and you did it your way, young fellow over here. Linnell Willingham, uh, absolutely in awe. He said, what was it like watching him practice? Ken Harvey played on the team. When I was covering this team, I got to pick favorite teams. It didn't work out for him, let's say, on the record side. But from a talent standpoint, I'm still scratching my ball head till I'm full of blood as to why those teams didn't get over the hump. Talent? Have you ever played with more talent than you did here? Yeah, we had a we had a lot of talent, um, but you know what? It, 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 it's 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 true what they say. Like you, you can have all the talent, but if you don't understand, believe, focus, if the coaches aren't all on the same page, or can understand the talent that they have and use it and maximize it, then you won't create the team that that has the victories. And we had some some shortcomings in some of those areas. And so, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen, but, uh, you know, try to have fun while you were doing it. Ken, I wanted to ask you this, man. This is uh, Linnell Willingham, by the way. I'm honored to be on the line with you, my man. Doc tells stories about you all the time. We, we were teasing <laughs> we, we were teasing about the gym earlier. I told him we'd tell you that, you know, the commander's fan base ranked 32nd in the National Football League. I said, Ken might try to go get another workout in after he hears that. Really? <laughs> yeah, 32nd. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's it's, it's amazing. I, I I understand it. You know, it's been a long time since you've had that 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 Super Bowl victory. You know, it's been a generation or generations of of having that. But I, it's just more sad than 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 surprising. I guess it, it's sad because of, of 
you know where the team was and to know where they're at now. But then on the bright side, it just means you have no place to go but up. So we can do some good stuff. You know, Ken, um, I, and I do want to – we we mentioned that you are, an, you are an author. You've done children's books, but I like it when you get into personal development, stepping stones, and understand you got new work coming out. Well, I want to get to that. I want to make sure we had mentioned it. But before we talk about you as an entrepreneur, I want to talk about what you see in our linebackers and our rush ends. Our defense, why does our defense seem to struggle on third down? So I, I, I was thinking about that in, in, in preparation for your question. Um, last year, I think a lot of it was sometimes you have a superstar, and if that superstar doesn't live up to or doesn't perform to the level that everyone thinks, it brings everyone else down because they're putting all the expectation, almost like sitting back and saying, I'm just going to watch him do his stuff. And, and if he doesn't do it, then, then it kind of brings everybody down. I think the mindset last year was, was, was um, we're going to wait and see what everyone else does instead of us doing it. And I think there was a lot of fear also. And, th- and this is where the coaching part comes in, is you have a lot of quarterbacks that can scramble. And so some coaches freak out and be like, oh, you got to stay, you know, you got to stay on your outside containment. You got to make sure you, you know, don't let the quarterback escape. And so players play tentative instead of going all out. And I think that was a big problem as well um, as, as far as the pass rushers. The linebackers, you know, I think it was just a, a young group who, if you don't know the plays, if you're not familiar with them and you haven't picked it up as quickly as you probably should during the season, then everything you do is going to be more guesswork and you're trying to go off your natural athletic ability, but that's still going to make you a second or two slower than the next person because you're still trying to guess that you're, you know, you're going the right direction. So I think it, it was a, um, maybe it was more of a, a thing of, um, maturity you know the team was young as as much as we want them to be a great team right away it was a young team and there was no you know back in the day when we played doc or before that everyone used to always have we got to have four or five veterans on the team as leadership you know Mm -hmm. they they know the ropes they're going to push the kids they're going to teach the young kids the right way you didn't have that with this team you had a lot of guys that were all pretty much young and and trying to play ball ken that's not going to change this year they only get a year older I have confidence in this group going into 2022 because, like we all know, there are plenty of talent along that defensive line. It's about bringing it all together. You mentioned something interesting there, the maturity of this group. I thought it was poorly reflected a season ago by the way that they rushed the passer. As somebody who's done it for years at the highest level, tell the fan base just how important it is on an NFL defense to maintain gap integrity uh, when trying to rush the quarterback. Well, okay, so 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 it is, and it's hard, especially with with, with scrambling quarterbacks, right? Uh, you know, because you can maintain your gap, uh, but the further up the field you get, and the more these quarterbacks get deeper, they they look for holes. And they're, you know, back in the day, they used to stand, and you knew they pretty much wasn't going to run, or if they stepped up, you knew that you had a you know inside back or somebody that would kind of step in and make the play. But integrity of that is is. Like you, I've talked to some players, and one of the things that they say is you got to trust. you got to trust that the player next to you in the position that he's playing is going to be where he's supposed to be so that you can do what you're supposed to do and he can do what he's supposed to do. So if, if you have outside contain, then you can't guess and go inside and then, and then maybe flush the quarterback, but now all of a sudden the quarterback rolls outside 
and, and you're not going to catch them by pure speed because the quarterbacks are too fast. So it comes down to trust in the fact that you know that if I got outside, I'm going to do my moves, but they're going to keep me on the outside containment. And if that quarterback flushes out because your inside guys are going to push him, then make him try to roll out, then it's a sack for you. Or you push your guy inside and your guys in the middle will come up and it's a sack for them. It all works together. I, I, I interviewed somebody the other day, and I was asking them that question about the offensive line. And they said, you know, the biggest factor and the reason why the teams went to the Super Bowl is because they all trusted each other. They all believed in each other. They all knew what each other was going to do. And, I, I, you know, I think sometimes that's missing nowadays in, in practice because practice is where you get better. Practice is where your star athlete isn't a star athlete because he's sitting back and watching everybody do what he's doing. He's, he's busting your butt in practice so that at game time, what you see is what you've been seeing all week. It's nothing new. And you just go out there and do your thing. Ken Harvey. Long answers, but, you know, that's, that's Ken Harvey, one of the hardest guys to block in the National Football League. He's also the author of Stepping Stones. You have a, a new book coming out right now. I want to get your take on Montez Sweat. But before we get to Brother Sweat and what you see in number 90, talk us through where you are right now with being a, a writer and a motivational leader. Well, so for me, I, I writing was kind of like I was a, I was a pretty much quiet guy um, playing. And writing's a way to express yourself without necessarily being super vocal. And so I started writing, you know, I started writing children's books. I wrote, I wrote children's books for my boys when they were young. Mm-hmm. And, and from that, you just started maturing into things. And then you start experimenting. And I, you know, it's like, well, maybe let me try to write a thriller suspense novel. And I wrote a couple of those. But the hardest book was to write about my life because you have to go back and revisit, mm-hmm. you know, some of those things that made you what you were. And, and they weren't all good. And, right. and, and so for me as a writer, to put it down on a paper, and that's the book Stepping Stone, in the beginning was the word, you know, it, it was hard to kind of go back, but it was good to go back, put it down and say, these were the steps that, that, that got me to where I was at. Not that it's for everybody, not that my journey is the same as everybody's journey, but at least you'll know that at the end you got to have focus. At the end you got to have a drive. At the end you got to you can't listen to what people say. You got to have a voice and, and and a vision of where you want to go, and you got to speak it out loud, speak it into existence, and then you got to you got to put in the work, and you got to outwork everybody, and and you got to be the one that's going to say I'm going to put. I'm going to give up some things. You may have to give up your parties. You may have to give up, you know, your smoke. You may have to give up a lot of things to get to where you want to go. And a lot of people aren't willing to pay the price. Unfortunately for me, I mean, you know, this is a spiritual side, but God kind of pushed me into that into that area. And so I tried to write that in a book, and hopefully the book, at least in my mind, if it helps one person, then, then it's well worth, you know, writing a book. Yeah, Ken, and it's definitely great work that you do. Me and Doc were actually talking about that in the break. He said, man, he rushes the quarterback, but he's dealing with young men even better, and, and I love to hear oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah. And as a father and as a husband, um, I got to to catch a little bit of his last birthday party, and um, I judge a man by how he trains his flock. Yeah, And I had the pleasure of knowing both his kids and being able to coach them. And as a father, sometimes you're better off not coaching your own kids. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, really. Because I can't can just imagine 
what it be like when your father is Ken Harvey, and then you're trying to that. play defense. You know, and I felt his his son Anthony was under so much pressure, most I'd ever seen a young man. Because look at Ken. <laughs> you go out there, and this kid is so talented. He was gifted, and he has his own chapter. He's building his own story. And I, I, I was just honored to be have that relationship with his son. And his other son, pure alpha. You know, one's on yeah. offense, one's on defense, and I'm telling you. So kids are all different. They all got their own thing. But what you could tell that he and his wife had established in them, they give you everything they've got. You know, and they're on time, you know, and yeah. they're not wearing wild stuff. They're not trying. They were great kids. And I, I, I say to you, you don't do it alone, especially when you have your lifestyle. So congratulations on being a hell of a dad because that's important well, right now. I, you know, I, I appreciate it. Um, I, I Look, I wish I I had a magic one. I could make everybody a perfect dad. It <laughs> takes work. and yeah. And, and – you're gonna have, you know, you have issues. We, we, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, or one of the great things, is that, you know, you know, my wife, and yeah. I have a strong wife and yeah. a good. We, it's not a support system. We help each other, and we, we kind of agreed that for the boys, you do what you want to do, but if you know whatever you're gonna do, you gotta go hard as you can. <laughs> you gotta go hard. That's right. That, for, mm-hmm. for for that year, and right. if you decide that that's not your thing, then that's okay. We're right. not gonna complain or whatever. Right. But if you say if you commit to it for the year, then you gotta you gotta put some effort into it, and that and that's the way it was. And then and then down the road, hopefully they find their own gifts. And like you said, my oldest son who played football, uh, tried to play football, it wasn't his thing. He had all the pressure in the world to try to be like me, and it wasn't his thing. But he ended up getting into uh, IT, and I mean, man, he's brilliant. He's a genius with with you know technology and all that stuff. So he's doing extremely well in that. And then the youngest son. You know, he's not a slouch. I mean, everyone looks at him and says, okay, well, he played football, but mm-hmm. he went to William & Mary, got, mm-hmm. his, got his master's. Mm-hmm. He's traveling Rose. around the world oh, on a no. motorcycle beast, by himself. Beast. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm blessed. If I, if I die and they say, well, what good thing did Ken Harvey do in his life? And they say, well, look at his two boys. Then, then I've, I've done a good job because they are they're great kids. They are. Hey, brother, um, I, I get ready. You know, we do the Burgundy and Gold today. We got to do five shows a week, 30-some a month. Believe me, either change your phone number right now <laughs> or because we're going to be hanging on you, and 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 I hope you don't mind because we're going to be bugging you a little bit, especially as these games come out because your evaluation for us is priceless. Well, so so for you, probably get used to this sound. <laughs> and that's okay. You, I get it. But I, has been disconnected. Yeah, I know, but I know how to smoke you out. I know how to smoke <laughs> you out, see, because I know you like to eat. So all we got to do is get this thing cranked up, and we're going to have some people supporting us, and we're going to have some nice prizes. So we, we got you. Well, you know you know what the thing is, and I, I know you guys got to go, but it's it's because of people like you. That's, that's the camaraderie. With some people – if they say, can you do this, then it's automatic. And, you know, for you, if I have the time, it's automatic. Um, that's the friendship and that's the respect that hopefully we have towards each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's good. Real quick on Montez Sweat. I think yeah. he could be a beast. I saw some good stuff in him towards the end uh, of the year. I think it's, it was more of a confidence knowing that he could be the man. 
as opposed to uh, as, as opposed to anything. So I think this year will be a good year for him to dominate. Well, I appreciate that, man. You got a fan out there, Kyle McCarthy, on Twitter. He just said, uh, "DOC, I just joined your Legion of Boom on on Patreon and listening to you right now, nine eighty from San Francisco. I bleed burgundy and gold." Plus, he said. Ken Harvey, one of my faves. He was amazing to watch, wreaking havoc on quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Like, right. as, as I've got as I've gotten older, you like you just you, you still every once in a while you see a quarterback run and you just like you start licking your lips and like man, <laughs> you know just just one one more time, just you know just one more. I, I get out the wheelchair just one more time. Yeah, that's out the wheelchair. <laughs> Talk about a wheelchair. They can still play. Ken, thank you so much, man. I'll let hey, you and you. Hey, when's your golf tournament up again? You got a tournament uh, so, coming up, right, yeah, around the corner? We, we got a golf tournament for a nonprofit that I work for. I'm the executive director of Touching Hearts Golf Touching Tournament. Touching Hearts, September, okay. September 19th, 19th at uh, uh, Belmont Country Club. September 19th, Belmont Country Club. And we have some raffle prizes. I'll send it to you, Doc, but we have a bunch of raffle prizes okay. that, you know, for $100, $200, you have a chance to – Play golf with me, uh, me have dinner with you, Doc. You know some cool, really. Well, cool how about prizes. B Mitch? Wait a minute, is there a shot to play to have a play with B Mitch? Uh, to be on his show, I, you know what? I didn't do that one, but I'm, I, I'm, I will add that to the. Oh my list. God! How about yeah. ride a bicycle a hundred miles with B Mitch? <laughs> I mean, this is you what know? this boy do. I tell you what, ain't nobody gonna sign up for it, but because B Mitch does everything at an extreme. He don't just out. take a five mile ride; it's a hundred mile bike ride with B Mitch. Put that up there. B B Mitch will make a tuna the sandwich with extreme. You know, exactly. No, he does. I know he's all out, but no. Yeah. But you know he will. We're running by him because whatever we can do to help raise money for it, and I'll be. Do I get to pick the restaurant, or you pick the restaurant? You pick the restaurant as long as uh, it ain't. You know, it's a nonprofit, so they can't be super expensive. Nah, <laughs> no, well, I understand that, but you know where I'm going. So we'll be okay. we'll be right out of there prime, no problem. I, guess, I got you covered. Okay, I'm, I'm with you, bro. Okay, man. Thank you, thank Ken you. Harvey. Care, as guys. Coach Thompson would say, simply one of the best. Got to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll flip the discussion to the offensive side of the football. Commanders running back Antonio Gibson had some comments in the open locker room in the media availability yesterday in the open locker room. We'll read his comments on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Linnell Willingham and Doc Walker here with you on Burgundy and Gold Today. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. 
you deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today. Dalton gets set. Chase Young got him. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. That must mean Anthony Haney's back in the seat because we finally got it off for him to tie. Even he even tried to sabotage your microphone. No, Hoffman. See, whenever when Craig comes in the building, <laughs> it kind of uh, fuels Anthony to think he has a little bit more authority than he really does. <laughs> I love Al Green. Me too. I just don't play him while I work. <laughs> see, you know, I play him when I'm about to go to sleep. Right. You know what I mean? Or I'm about to have a glass of wine with my wife. Fair. This is not the mood for Al Green. See, he don't understand mood. He's too young. See, he play on his phone, Centipede, whatever that game y'all young people play all the What'd time. What you call it, Centipede? I don't know what the name <laughs> of it. I hear y'all talking about it, but that's okay. Anthony over there making money while that, making that, money. Well, He's a hustler. I'm just saying, you better get, if you don't have. You're playing poker over you there. You see, that's okay. See, I ain't been over here long enough yet. Just wait. You see, you mess around, that'll be a fireable offense in six months. <laughs> If you bring me back improperly, that could cost you your job. But that's all right. We'll see what happens. We're I loved Ken Harvey. I, I love the fact that what you brought to the table, this thing with the fan deal, us being in it hurts, breaks my heart. Definitely. I, I'm pissed off if we top 10, let alone being dead last. I mean, I look at the Lions. I, I stopped watching um, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. Because it dawned on me three years ago. Hey, idiot, why are you focused on, you know they only take bottom dwellers. Nobody good's ever on it. All the losers are on hard knock. Very and little. that's when I stopped. I was so into it, I go, you realize you can't get on here unless you suck, unless you miss the playoffs. So why are you being hypnotized? Would you want us on it? No, 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 no. They'd love you. Are you kidding me? The only team that wins, they don't win the big game, but they win a lot of games with Dallas. Jerry's smart. They want to be on every year. Because Jerry, is he means a moneymaker. about his revenue? I can't it's blame him. It's about revenue. I can't blame him. Revenue. And I'll tell you what about Detroit. I'd be stunned if they're under 500 this year. Yeah. Based it's, on what you're seeing on hard There's knocks. too many principles about how you would. Uh, it's not football. It's achievement. They're about achievement. It is about elevating your level of expectation. Then what you're going to do about it. And the, the they kept the the, the kid, um, I think he was at Kentucky, left tackle, and they put him on practice squad. He's from the island, so he's uh, Vita. Yeah, he's no, no, no. It was another brother. He's new to the football, only played three or four years. When I hear people talking about development, like the Miami Heat are my favorite organization of all in all sports because they 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 put the money where their mouth is in player development. And they know the value of a guy, Haslam. He may play one play, one minute a year. He's on their bench. They understand the value of keeping their kids engaged with the right people all the time. Right. So if you don't have a veteran 
that can help keep your prize bull from going to jail, you a fool. We just had a gifted player who nearly could have died because he's downtown alone. Alone. Now, if he got three or four of his crew with him, I, I get it. That don't happen if three or four of his crew with him. That is a that is something slipping down. That's a mistake. It has nothing to do with X's and O's. That's not Ron Rivera's fault. That is culturally, you gotta have somebody in your organization that actually understands DC. You're stuck out there in the suburbs and you have lost touch of how to communicate to these babies. If I was his parents, I'd be so pissed off. It's like you send your kid to college. I send my kids to Mike Loxley. I do not expect to hear that one of my son went down these by himself. Loxley ain't going to let that happen. He got somebody in their school in them. Yo, this ain't got nothing to do about X's and O's. It's about survival. See, I think big picture. See, some of y'all don't get it. I know why a guy goes down without his crew. I ain't that stupid. I understand that. But some old head was supposed to step in. He's supposed to run that by somebody. Hey, Yo, I'm man, going here. I done met this honey. Okay. Right. And I'm going. I said, old oh, dog, Slim. No, no, no. I'll roll with you or no, let's change the location. Let's make it a public deal. I mean, that is what I'm talking about, about intel. When you put people on your organization, you can put them on because you're related to them. That's cool. I don't blame you. I do the same thing. But I'd fire you behind if you didn't brought no value to me. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of these rookie mistakes by the organization. That's a rookie mistake. Fix it. Fix it. Quit faking and fix it. That's all I'm saying. It means too much to me yeah. to have lost this dude over something that should have been avoided. That's a very different angle on it, and I, and I can't say that I disagree with you 100%. It provides a perfect segue, though, Doc. We're talking about the running back room, and in light of what happened to Commander's rookie running back Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson now is going to be at the forefront uh, of this Commander's rushing attack starting Sunday. And I told you we'd read the comments that he made from inside the locker room yesterday. Nikki Javala, uh, who covers the Commander's for the Washington Post, I had a very, very nice transcription of what? You know, you just said something. I thought, I don't remember having him on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's inside the locker room. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't, you mean inside the commander's the locker room? The commander's locker Okay, good. Over there at the. Because don't let me sue you for infringement. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I take all your money to defend myself, too. But look, this, this is the quote from Antonio Gibson talking about how he handled the fumble against the Carolina Panthers. He said, quote, honestly, first preseason of the game. First first game of the preseason, excuse me, I responded bad. I let it get to me. Just my emotions. You can't show that. It's always the next play, and I didn't do that. Just honestly, I threw a little fit with myself and beat up on myself, but you can't allow that. You have to move on to the next play. It happens. Nobody's perfect, but I just have to shake back and keep playing. And I love the way he attacked the situation. And I'll be honest, Doc, I think there was a problem with him if he didn't react the way he reacted on the sideline. This is your first action in about six seven months we knew what your achilles heel was a year ago putting the ball on the turf in in, in inopportune situations and then you go out in one of your first carries of the preseason you put the ball on the turf you ought to be mad you ought to be 
hooping and hollering and cussing and screaming, throwing your helmet on the ground. I need to see every <laughs> tick of emotion you got because if you're not wired that way, I don't want you on my team. I can't have repeat offenders. I can deal with one mistake, but repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again, they call it the National Football League. The acronyms are NFL. It also stands for not for long. You continue to put the football on the turf, you won't be around for long. But great job by Nikki, you know, transcribing, you know, that that interview with him in the locker room. Because it gives me insight into how he's wired, how he's thinking. And for me, man, it brings good conversation here for us. Look, I'm not guilty of it because I was the only one standing on the opposite side of this fence. When Antonio Gibson put the football on the turf, I blamed the organization. (laughs) I blamed the coaches. I blamed the team. Now, I'm not defending Antonio Gibson saying he shouldn't fumble. But, man, why would he be hard-pressed to fix the issue if he fumbled six times last year and they did nothing about it? They enabled his fumbling. Mm -hmm. They enabled that behavior because they didn't do anything about it. Amen. And then they went out and called him out publicly in the media? I'm a man first. I'll always say that. I'm a man first. You can come talk to me one-on-one as my coach Mm -hmm. before you go out trying to send messages to me in the media. That's how you rub guys the wrong way. That's how you lose a locker room, especially – when things like that are happening in the midst of adversity. When adversity hits and ish hits the fan, I don't want you going and talking to somebody else about it and telling them what to ask me. Come to me. Call me into your office, head coach. Don't call me out through the media. That's garbage. Yeah, you got to know each athlete. Everybody's different. And so you know, all I can give you is my advice. My advice would be that if I'm paying you, I'll say what the hell I want to say whenever I want to say it. You took the check, okay, that's what I said. Just like Carson. You want 28? No problem. But I got expectations for 28, my value of it. If he's paid. So I, uh, this is a give and take. It's a working relationship. Player, coach, GM. Everybody's got to work together. If you can, bu- I can bully you. You can bully me. But in the end, we won't win. We got to do this. It's a collaborative effort. 100%. Yeah. Collaborative effort. I, I it, Good on your point. To, uh, to bring it out. I, I love that. I want to catch a couple more calls before we turn this thing over to Brother Hoffman. That, you know what? That's called it's the Syracuse Orange Connection. <laughs> they think they slick. See, they trying to team up and do this Orange Connection thing. All right? Uh, we got something for it called Hoyas. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I hope we ain't talking Hoyas. about talking about the Hoyas basketball team because it was a struggle. Well, that was game. last year. Why you got to bring up the past? That's what we're here to talk about. No, no, no. We're talking about the future. <laughs> All right, Rev T. Welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. I'm, I'm right here. I had y'all on hold. I was sitting there cooking, uh, like Papa John's. I think I'm Papa John's. Up. What's going on, Doc? What's going on, Lionel? Call him whatever you want to call him, man. You're too young to be correcting people as to what they say. You ought to be glad he remembered half your name. <laughs> Young is a yeah, T, what's up? Yeah, yeah. see, I, I, I had told that Bama a couple of weeks ago when they said Lionel Winningham or something. Or I said, who the hell is that on? And then I said, oh, that's L. See, I call him L. I don't even call him Lionel like he's from the Jeffersons or something. I just call him Brother L. Brother L. <laughs> What's you call him Big L, Angry L, call him all kind of thing, but just make sure you call him. <laughs> and I'm so proud of little Anthony Haney. I watched him drink, start drinking mother's milk, 
and then he went to formula, and now he's drinking vitamin D milk. I know it. I know it. I know it. And he wearing grown folks' clothes, too. Rev T, he wearing grown folks' clothes. No, it's amazing. It really is. Yeah. Next to me and Mary Bird, he like the proud Southeast. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, I understand it. No, I'm proud of him. I really am proud of him. Although we got a new one. We got a new one over here, Matt. So we got to break him in. See, our job oh, is to break, break all these we gotta new ones break in. in. Got to break him in. Got to get broken. He got broken in. He, he ain't felt the power. No, not yet. Now you still. I, see, this I, I almost got, like pledge. They almost like pledge. Yeah, you got to pledge. Yeah, <laughs> you got to come through. Yeah, we we'll let you know. Rev, your family good? Got, man, we good like Hollywood. We just moved. Weezy just moved up to the east side. Uh, Doc. We finally got a piece of the pie. When I say a piece of the pie. Oh, I live on the plantation out here with woods for Big Tony to come out here and hunt some of that deer so we can cook out here on the grill. I, well, I tell you what, Big Tony, I'm not certain he could kill anything. Ref T, look forward to seeing you at the ballpark, man. We're moving on to Derek. Derek, welcome. Good afternoon, Doc. Bernie and Gold. Amen. Hey, Doc, um... That that poll that you said we were last in, like that no, 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 no. Correction. If you a true fan, Correction. Like why would you Homeboy. worry about that? Homeboy, you gotta listen. I'll be there Sunday, um, dude, are you on the recorder? For a few years. He don't hear. I'm about to say, my... yeah, is this pre-recorded? Is this pre-recorded? I mean, issue with the customer. Let him go. Let him go. Let him keep doing. He he taped it. And you, you spoke on how big customer service actually is and what it should mean to people. That's good. But there's a major issue going on there. Um, I'm trying to buy season tickets, and I can't get nobody to call me back or get back to me about an issue. That's okay, hold it. Put your but number. I'll still be there. I'm hit, a fan hit me on. Life. Okay, I got your and number. About being last I'm, I'm going to call Tim Hightower. No I'm going to get your number to him. He's still he going, yo. I've saying. never been a part of this before. Let me tell you what. I know his youngest is Charles Ruven. I'm yeah, wet no, behind eight, the ears still. Oh, we're going to get that. You say tickets. You can't get nobody to call you back. Well, I'm going to find that because I know the guy in tickets. We'll fix that. That was a great call. He never heard of it. He must have had a recording. <laughs> I don't know what that was, young fella. But let's, write, let's work with Johnny in the District of Columbia, and then we're going to cut the phones off. Anthony, cut the phones off. <laughs> We ain't taking no more calls after after Johnny because I got to talk to 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 this young fella before we get him out. We got to break him in. What's up, Jay? Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Walker. Thank you for taking my call, sir. My man. Uh, uh, I would say uh, – Hold on, Johnny. And, 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 and look, Johnny, you the last call so we can do this. Y'all going to stop calling okay. in here and just addressing Doc. I'm a part of this damn show too. Man, you ain't been here it's long Doc enough Kittle to be acknowledged. We don't, even know. we don't even know if you're going to be back on the next show. <laughs> All right, you're pledging right now. Don't be trying to insert yourself in this. Your name ain't in, in ink. We wrote it in pencil. All right, so we'll I'm evaluate. Sorry. I'm sorry. Chris Kennard is walking through the studio right now. We're evaluating you to see if you are worthy of this position. Be putting yourself in on this. It may have another yeah, person I'm, here tomorrow. I'm sorry about that, but I, I gotta address the I gotta address the gentleman with a Super Bowl ring first. I, I gotta. I, 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 well, I you, you ain't gotta. Don't even waste your time explaining yourself to him. I'm going right to Chris Kennard's office the moment this show is over, okay? And make sure we get this thing figured out. I've been. I've been. Uh, this has been disrespectful. I mean, it's been 
I got a number of things I've been writing down throughout this show. And another thing, too, I don't want Anthony Haney coming here in the last hour. You know what I mean? Now, I don't I don't understand what that's all about. My boy Matt, he's learning, getting his groove on, and we got to throw him out to have Haney come in here and be distracted, okay? I, I, I don't get this. Anyway, I'll be talking to him after the show. What's on your mind? The only thing I wanted to say is I, I've been calling in and saying this for a while. I'm not surprised that uh, we've been we've been ranked 32nd. Our fans have been openly calling in saying that they're bandwagoners. If you look up the word bandwagon in the dictionary, everybody who's sitting around, this is to all my Redskin Nation and new Commander Nation fans, everybody who's been an old school fan, mm-hmm. we was never, it was never cool to be a Redskin fan. We was Redskin fans. We was diehards. Remember, that's what they called us, diehard mm-hmm. Redskin fans? Mm-hmm. That's what they called us. It wasn't because it was cool to be a Redskin fan. So right now we got a whole bunch of bandwagoners that became fans just because we won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And they openly they openly are everywhere talking about how they're not going to support until the team start winning and all those things. And unfortunately, we have a whole lot of people who have been convinced. It's been diehard Redskin fans that's been convinced that that's the way to go because we need to hurt Dan. But when you hurt Dan, you hurting the team, guys. The team that you say you love. That's who you hurting with, with all this damn boycotting and foolishness that's been going on for the last few years. All this openly, we waiting for the team to win stuff. Uh, I, that's not that's not the Redskin fan base that I know. The Redskin fan base that I know that shook RFK Stadium. We we shook RFK Stadium because we loved the team. We loved that burgundy and gold that we saw on the field. We didn't care about Jack Kit Cook or what his principles were or what his ideology were. We didn't care nothing about that. We loved the team. So I mean that's that's my two cents on it and hail to the commanders and hopefully we do something this year, man. That's right, baby. H T T C. Going to break when we come back. Uh yeah, Linnell, he'll be here when we return from the break. That I promise you. This is the Burgundy and Gold today. McLaurin in stride for the first down. On the team nine eighty and the Odyssey app. Yeah, you know, that's okay. Team I already told Matt. In the Odyssey app. My goal is to get you out of here. I'm going to do that right now. See, cause you if think, y'all can see the way no, he's just, just looking you know at what me. You're going to just play what you want to play, do what you want to do. Okay, <laughs> let's see how long that lasts. When I get out of this show today, I'm going straight to Chris Kennard's office and say, Haney's got to go. He's got to go. You know, it's going to be me or you. <laughs> Burgundy and Gold today, weekdays 12 to 3 here on the Team 980. Myself, the DOC, Rick Doc Walker, and the voice of the people, Scott Jackson, going to be rotating cast here for you for all 17 weeks of football season and more passionate discussion today, man. I want to appreciate you guys for calling in with us. I wanted to end on this, though, Doc. I know we only got a couple minutes here before we hand it off to the newlywed Craig Hoffman. We were talking about Antonio Gibson and – the way, for me personally, I don't mm-hmm. have to jump ship or flip how I felt. Right. I've said it from the beginning. The team enabled the fumbling. Yeah. They should have benched him last year when he fumbled six different times. So we were all up in arms after the first fumble in the preseason game. Mm-hmm. And now, a couple weeks later, about a month later, Antonio Gibson is going to be the starting running back of this football team for the foreseeable future. What I'm trying to get to the bottom. Possibly. Of, as we sit here three days from the opener. I wanted to ask you, Doc, 
are you confident in him leading this group? I am personally, because I think I said it earlier, adversity a lot of the times is what brings the dog out of somebody if they got it in them. You got to go through an adverse situation to figure out what you're made of, and I think AG's going to show, hey, I still got something left in the tank. I learned this from Coach Thompson, as you will learn it from me. I was like, it doesn't matter. It really, it's not who starts, it's who finishes. 100%. I don't care who starts. I want to know in the fourth quarter, can I count on you to run 50 gut five straight times and we end the game physically? Now, I think that's Williams personally, but I don't care who it is. It could be McKissick. I don't care who does what, when, or where. I just need it to get done. I don't owe him anything. I don't owe any of them anything. What they owe us hmm. is an effort that is consistent with their check. I don't think we can question the effort. I, I, well, no, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not but results, that. the results. Must be better. You got to be better. You got to be better. The, the more you, a very simple deal. The more you make, the more is expected. 100%. Just you don't like, hear just me beating up. Now, I'm not beating up a guy that plays 15 plays a snap. But if you out there 50 plays a snap, dog, I my question is either somebody effed up paying you what they're paying you or somebody doesn't know how to coach you up. So we effed up by paying them. See, somebody got to pay. The thing that pisses me off about the organization in the past is that we've had all this flopping around. Everybody gets paid. Everybody gets to build their dreams and hopes. And we get stuck holding the mail. 30 seconds. Yeah, we get mocked. We can't go to a a restaurant without some cowboy, eagle, or giant fan smirking at you. So I'm saying, okay, now, I'm now going to say, well, this is now the rabbit has the gun. All right? (laughs) Now, you big-time hunter, we just give us results. That's all you can ask. You want to make all your – I don't care what you get. I'm happy you're making it. I'm not happy when you're a bank robber. Bank robbers mean you get paid and we get no results. And for the past 20 years, it's been no results. Look, we can even break it down to the last 17 years. I give you the stat every time I get on here. Sixth fewest wins in the National Football League since 2005. And hopefully 72 hours from now, this Sunday, the inaugural kickoff of the Washington Commanders. Hopefully that changes. Hopefully it changes. And if it doesn't change, 12-3 to here every day on the Team 980. We're going to get you through it. I know who we blame. Who we blame? I, I, I think I got Hoffman. an idea. I mean, no, Hoffman. Hoffman's easy to blame. Hoffman. There's no question about it. In my mind, if this doesn't work, it's Craig Hoffman's fault. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. That's who we're going to blame. We're going to blame him for everything that doesn't work. On a serious note, though, Craig Hoffman taking you on your drive home 3-6. to six. Make sure you check out the Take Command podcast, him and Logan Paulson. Getting you up to speed and ready for week Bruin, one. Don't say Logan Paulson without saying, without saying his call letters. Bruin. <laughs> Philadelphia Willingham and Rick Doc Walker. Burgundy and gold today is a wrap. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Cam Wolf of the NFL Network joining us tomorrow at 1 o'clock to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're scouting the opponent right here. 12 to 3 on the team, 980. And good luck with that, too. I can't wait to hear you. In the Odyssey app. Up next, the Hoffman is next. Check this looking at me straight.